welcome to the Nirvana Strength Practitioners Panel Podcast, where we explore the idea of human performance optimization. Uh, I'm Ian McLeod, the co-founder of Nirvana Strength, and on today's episode, we will be joined by Jack Tan, aka Mad Jack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be recording uh, our podcast at the Haven Suites Bali Barawa. It's a accommodations in Changu near uh, the Echo or Bali Barawa uh, Beach. And uh, it's uh, an amazing hotel where you can, uh, yep. you know, enjoy your time and relax and try to make your time in Bali epic. Yep. Okay. So uh, the the focus of the podcast with uh, Jack is this idea of MAD, MAD, which is which is what make a difference. Make a difference, yeah, right? It's a short form for make a difference. Make a difference. Yeah. And so the the podcast. And so yourself, um, you are how old now? I'm 63 years old. 63 and still like super active. Yeah, but claiming to be 36. Yeah. So nobody call me uncle, just brother Jack. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 36, so, yeah. So how can you like, I mean, he's got to share a lot of experiences that he's had in his life with regards to like high performance business, but also through his life and dealing with like stress and, and how does he, how is he able to maintain such a, an active lifestyle even at this point in his life and and this is one thing that we really highly emphasize at, at Nirvana is how can we uh, optimize or make the most yeah, of our life, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, for the long for the long term, right? Like we don't right. want to, you know, be you know yep, sixty sure. and be bedridden, right? We want right, to still right. be active in our whole definitely, life. Definitely, definitely, mm. definitely. So definitely. this idea of mad, right? Like, how do you kind of first come up with it? Okay, I came about this. Mad or mad philosophy is something like 15 years ago and that's after working for about 20 years and uh, from being establishing this mad, mm -hmm. I realized I got to make, make a difference in not only in my business, not only in my health but literally in everything we do. Mm. Every activity can be mad, can be different. Mm. Why mad? Because so that people can uh, remember the occasion, remember this blow, remember the things they've done, and at the end of the day, everyone will have cherished a good moment in time. All right? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely one thing about coming to this uh, hotel apparently is you're gonna have screaming kids in the yeah. in the it's back. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> No, no yeah. worries, okay. But it's a very nice hotel here, you know. Yeah. I already decided I'm gonna stay here the next time I visit Bali. Yeah. What is this place called again? The Haven. It's the Haven, yeah, the Haven, Haven Suites. Suites. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. That's yeah, quite nice. I nice, mean, the nice pool is cool. Yeah. yeah, the beach is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah very nice. But, yeah, I suppose it's one of those kinds of hotels. Mm. Uh, uh, that uh, yeah, definitely would fit in with the whole idea of mad, right? Right, definitely. Yeah. You know, something that is uh, different, something that is comfortable. The moment I step to the door, oh, I could just stay here, man. Mm. <laughs> Instead of Wangi Villa, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, if we go back to when was the kind of the first time you started thinking about changing this uh, lifestyle of yours? Well, a good 20 years back, since in 1998, mm. a good 20 years back. At that time, I already have started my business. Okay, uh, quick intro introduction. I run and own an engineering and construction business mm. on my own. And I 
this year is very significant because it's exactly 30 years after I've started my business. Wow. So I am called a engineering contractor. Mm. And my core business is with a multinational company. Uh, in Malaysia, we have Petronas National Oil Company. Right. And uh, I deal with a lot of uh, Japanese uh, main contractors, American, British, most of them are multinational. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, these are big companies. Big companies. Yeah, we are yeah. looking at ESO, we are looking at Petronas, yeah. we are looking at uh, the biggest uh, petrochemical company in the world, Techni, mm. in Europe, mm. uh, Toyo Engineering in Japan. So these are big big boys. You know? Yeah, no, super cool. I mean, I think yeah, it's... big boys. Yeah. You know, it, no matter what particular mm. industry the people yeah, are yeah. in, you know, I think there's a lot of similarities right. with regards to... Uh, how people think about their their craft or their their area of expertise right. and but also too it's like you do want to become highly success, successful in it yeah, yeah but at some point like there has to be a good mix of the business side of life and then also the more yeah. healthy like lifestyle right right I, I think at the end of the day uh, uh, successful business is not successful if you don't have a successful uh, lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, and uh, if your family are not with you, mm. you don't have a, a family, you know, you don't have friends there. So, a successful business combines many factors. Mm. Of course, first of all, the business, which whichever business we are involved in, has to be made to be successful. Right. So, how to be successful is something I would like to share as we go along. Something. Right now, I have a good 30 years of business experience. I work all in 40 years today, mm. long time, but uh, a lot of uh, experiences I encounter, some good experience, some very difficult experiences, yeah. and some impossible experiences. So yeah. do, you, do you find that, though, the, that those difficult times, the obstacles that you encountered, mm. um, maybe, maybe some, some of them not by choice, obviously, um, you find that they help you grow as an individual? Uh, yes, definitely, definitely. By helping us grow, we got to really learn from those experiences and make sure we don't repeat the mistake mm. and make sure our men, our resources do not repeat it. And um, from there on, you optimize and uh, be more efficient, yeah. more responsive the next time around. Mm. Yeah. All these uh, obstacle difficulties are at the end of the day are man-made. Mm. Man-made, you know, man-made in the sense that your client may like may not like your face from the start. You know, <laughs> there are politics here and yeah. there, yeah. and uh, sometimes your own workers created the problem. Yeah, you got to solve it. You know, yeah. There's yeah. definitely a lot of uh, uh, a lot of situations that can occur that are outside of your control. Yeah, that's what right. were what were some of the things that you did to try to preemptively deal with mm. obstacles? I think the first first uh, thing when we uh, undertake a project, a contract, mm. I'm, I'm talking from the point that I'm an engineering contractor. Mm -hmm. So by the meaning of a contract, I sign an agreement to complete it and hand over to a client with a specified time frame. Yeah. That has to be very clear. Mm. And the first rule I set myself, 
I would like to finish this contract or this project ahead of time. Yeah. Whether it's a day, two weeks, one month. That is a very important lesson I learned uh, mm. when uh, uh, in one of the main projects we did for Toyo Engineering. Yeah. And I will elaborate on this uh, subject a bit more, but the uh, first thing we have to make that very clear. Mm. You have a contract, a business, you got to make sure that you service and complete it in time. Yeah. So setting so mm. setting real ex- realistic expectations yeah, is, is yeah. a very important yeah. aspect of it, right, right? right? I think that too, yeah, particularly with contractors, mm-hmm. I find that, you know, sometimes they will over promise. Yeah, that's but, right. That's right. <clears throat> but uh, and then, you know, you just have a if you promise something that you know is yeah. what like just sounds way too good to be true, you just have this unless unrealistic expectations of yeah, yeah. You know how things should be done, right. uh, how quickly, how uh, what the quality of which the project is right, finished. Right. Um, but I would say also too in that other manner is that um, you don't want to, you know, unfortunately, like you have to make bids for contracts, right? Yeah. Right, and if right. you make uh, maybe too uh, realistic of a or too, uh, you you your bid is mm. maybe it's too realistic in right, that right. it's uh, too straightforward. You might not. Get the contract. Yeah, so you gotta price, play. if you cover all the potential risk, potential uh, problem, the price get high. You don't get a price, so right. there's no point bidding. Mm. You got to bid in such a way. In in our experience, we always have to compete between six to eight uh, qualified contractors, mm. and the criteria is very simple. You got to be technically qualified and commercially the lowest. Mm. That is usually the criteria. Yeah. Yeah, so you cannot be the high price. Mm. It's no good being uh, second lowest. You still don't get a job. Mm. So you got to get it right. I mean, are there are there some uh, scenarios though mm. that you maybe you are more expensive than someone else, mm. but you still get the no, contract? Not, no, not in my experience. Really? Not so in always my, the I, cheapest. I, always the cheapest. Yeah. And all clients all over the world, they want the cheapest. Yeah. And they want cheap. And good at the same time, right? So that is a factor. Is sometimes very difficult to achieve. Mm. Yeah. So when you get a job at a at a price which you think is right, yeah, may may not be right, mm. which you think is right, then my uh, strategy is immediately to form two things: form the right team, mm. the right management team. Yeah. Get the right subcontractor. I emphasize the the right. The word right, meaning you got to get it right from the beginning mm. because it's very difficult and usually we will lose money if we change halfway. We don't get it right from the beginning, we will not be able to meet the target, meaning right. the schedule. Mm. So get it right from the beginning. The right management, yeah. the right equipment, the right manpower resources. Mm. This is essential, mandatory mm. for me. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think too, like if you're, let's say exercise or training, right? Is that if you, if you uh, try to recover from a mistake and generally like mistakes Mm. when it comes to anything fitness related, uh, more likely than not leads to some kind of injury or leads some kind of major setback. And so if you're like, for example, if you're preparing to do like this morning, you did a handstands class and even in something as simple as that or complicated as that, right? right, You could, you could hurt yourself in quite a large way if you don't 
prepare your wrists yes. if you don't prepare your shoulders. Right, um, right, right, right. You know, and if you hurt yourself, like your wrists, maybe mm. you're out for who knows, like six months, yeah, one yeah. year. So true, true. Yeah, I definitely think for sure, like yeah. proper preparation yeah. yes. um, is, is super important. No, definitely, and yeah, definitely, uh, and proper preparation from the beginning mm. is very essential. And from there, you got to look beyond your preparation and see what are the potential problems. Right. We are not only dealing with the client. The client usually have a a project management, uh, a project manager, which will be another uh, consultant mm. overseeing the work. And then they have a safety uh, department, which are very stringent in the oil and gas industry. Mm. You know, any. Well, I think it has to be right. So, I mean, it's it quite dangerous be, stuff. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. So any incident or lost time incident is literally literally a black mark to your company. Mm. And I'm glad uh, I have did almost 25 million man hours to up to now and I'm glad I have yeah. no lost time incident. That wow, is, that that's, is, I mean, that's that big. A, yeah. a very good record for us, you know. No, that is yeah. amazing. I mean, yeah. in, in relation to other other industries right and uh, it's, it's easy for me to talk about fitness but you know if we think about you know we want to fully prepare the body to be able to handle doing the stresses of yeah. whatever the activity is right. um, but then also through doing the activities we also get a better assessment of yeah. the areas of weakness and things right, that we can right, prepare right, and right, get better at right um, so through your kind of experience, I mean, I'm sure the way you prepare your team or prepare your company with regards to each contract has mm. changed a lot since the very beginning. Oh yes, yes, yeah? yes. What are some? What, what would what would be some like like most helpful things or tips or cues or things that um, have kind of helped you progress the most over your time of owning your company? Hmm. Good point, eh? So the, the the earlier part is preparing the right right uh, ingredients, meaning mm. the management, the manpower, the equipment, mm -hmm. and a lot of problems. We we have to realize every project, whether it's a straightforward pipeline, mm. whether it's a complex uh, installation, every project is unique, and along the way we we really cannot really determine what are the problems we encounter. Yeah. You know, some I mean there's so many possibility. But we have to get it right, meaning that uh, the management or the supervisor have to be very alert. Mm. Have to be trained to uh, alert to spot problem. And a lot of problems are actually coming from human. Mm. The human factor. We are dealing with people who make mistakes, we are dealing with in unskilled workers sometimes, mm. we're dealing with maybe even de defective equipment. Right. All this have to be spotted right on and yeah. action taken immediately. And you try to yeah. obviously try to identify these issues before yeah. they become a yeah. bigger problem. Right, definitely. Yeah. And if that means if we have to remove a subcontractor is not performing, yeah. we got to bloody do it. Yeah. It, it may hurt some people but Mm. We have to do it if we have to remove a crane and get a better crane. Yeah. It has to be done. Right. Yeah. And these are costs you have to incur. These are costs uh uh it's better to pay for the right stuff. Yeah. And they get and getting an accident. Right. And when accident happens Yeah. I mean this is I mean our business all hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, and in everything that you're yeah. saying, you know, I can see yeah. I mean immediately like in my yeah. own head, like how it 
how it relates so much with yeah. you know how we do business yeah. at Nirvana. Right. You know, like how much emphasis that we put mm-hmm. on training the coaches and continuing with their education to help them become better coaches, and in turn, right, yeah. Yeah. it allows them to better identify right. issues and right. problems that members might have, yeah. and then um, in, in that way as well, like having them better educated allows them to not only help the members become better at their mm-hmm. craft, but also helps them better preemptively right, uh, right. find issues or problems. Right. right. Mm. I think the ones uh, from that angle, yeah. every business is the same and uh, it's quite similar. We have to look at the people in the background. Mm. The people who are in the front end, in the day and day supervision, day and day management, these supervisors, these uh, engineers, yeah. they are very important and they have to be trained to, number one, manage the best production out of manpower, mm. manage the best use of the equipment they have. If they are not doing their job there, they have to be enhanced. Mm. enhanced and they have to and the manager have to oversee the whole scenario yeah spot for potential problem you know as i said earlier a lot of problem 80 percent 90 are human factor yeah you know you have a careless worker semi-skilled mm. uh, worker doing skillful job mm. all these are not allowed to happen yeah and if we are not careful in our kind of business we can lose up to 30-40% uh, man-hours mm. due to inefficient, in, uh, inefficient, uh, unsupervised yeah. uh, work activities. Right. And that is a lot. You know? And that goes to waste. Yeah. No production, no money, yeah. and I would loss, loss. Yeah, know? I think that's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, it's... You know, sometimes it's like for like, say, your project, you know, it's Mm -hmm. something that can be almost easily or at least maybe sometimes more easily tracked Mm. uh, the amount of time that you might lose. Mm -hmm. Right. Because of uh, delays or, you know, inefficiencies that happen. I think this is one thing that uh, sometimes people don't recognize with regards to their own uh, lifestyle, their fitness. Right. Is that you you pay generally for us, you know, you're going to pay a higher cost to get results faster yeah but also you're paying for uh not to lose time right right? because there are so many people that will have improper trainers or coaches that um are generally inefficient in what they do Mm. and then the the clients don't get the results that they want yeah yeah. and uh and they eventually just get disappointed yeah yeah, Um, yeah. but i think that's something that i mean for sure for yourself i mean being in business for so long you know, you have to have built a reputation as a company mm-hmm. that um, delivers above and beyond yeah, like what yeah. you propose. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, a, a large, uh, a major part of any project delay or business uh, setback, uh, the client and their consultant, mm. uh, at many times we found them they are stumbling block. Mm. You know, they, they want quick, they want fast. They keep on asking you to increase manpower but they, they know they are limited uh, in their sense that they sometimes do, do not have the uh, good relationship with the contractor. Mm. And therefore, by demanding fast uh, schedule, uh, contractors sometimes have to force to increase manpower, increase equipment, but not necessarily achieving the, the, 
the product the production level. Yeah. So Sometimes more is not client, better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more is not better. Yeah. More is not better. So the client can be very difficult, and this is where we get stressful. Yeah. Do we agree to their requirement and spending more money? Yeah. Or we go by our planning. Yeah. So I think one factor communication on side in mm. is very important. Yeah. Uh, as we as we mentioned earlier. Uh, if we do not know how to undertake a specific activity, it's best to be honest with the client. Yeah, I think that is very important. Client yeah. will appreciate that. Mm. And uh, if we are facing difficulty or things that are out of control, like sometimes very excessive safety requirements yeah. which are unnecessary, we have to tell the client that this is an issue affecting yeah. our production. I you think know? you bring up really good two two really good points mm. with anybody in any industry, yeah. right? Is that if someone is hiring you as an expert, mm. you are the expert, right. right? And for them to just kind of, uh, so like even for like our clients, right? Sometimes yeah. they they want to do something because their perception of what they should be doing is different, right? Yeah, like they right. feel like maybe they need to train more to get mm. better results, but right. it's not always the case of doing more is better. And yeah, yeah. sometimes doing less is, more efficient and uh, maybe get you the better results. Mm. Um, so I think those are that's something very good and also too like being honest with the clients. Yeah, very you know, there's so many people in uh, in our industry that uh, that give false promises right, or right. they they answer a question um, even though they don't know the answer. Right. right so right, even right. for us, like telling a member that I don't know, mm. um, but we always do it in with an emphasis on. I maybe I don't know right now, but I will do my best yeah, to find the information right. or that's do right. you know because yeah at the end of the day like if people are hiring you to be an expert you shouldn't uh, yeah. <laughs> give in to their demands all the time right you know, some, okay. the it's it's funny though because uh, in America we have you know the whole idea that the customer is always right yeah but in, in a lot of cases actually the customer is not it's like not, they they yeah. don't actually know they impose their rights yeah yeah so we we got to remember that we as a contractor. Uh, I always believe we also have our rights. Mm. You know, m many a time I've been imposed on uh, unachieved, unachieved, unachievable tigers by the customer, by the client, mm. by the consultant. Where <laughs> at the same time there are not enough material mm. or that is uh, needed to produce that kind of production. So unrealistic. So we have to sometimes be very firm on our rights. Mm. Being honest is one thing. Uh, being uh, very firm on our rights and uh, we are being able to tell off the client, look, you are asking for unnecessary demand, yeah. you know, it's not realistic. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I think a point I want to make here, uh, never stop asking. Mm. You know, I remember my very first project, the first pipeline I did, it was a 32 kilometer pipeline, mm. small diameter, four to eight inch, but when I got a contract, I have zero experience. So I applied a contractor, came in and yeah, we laid a pipeline, but not in a very efficient way. Yeah. And every day we have a help from the consultant. Yeah. Like, you're, you don't know how to build a pipeline. Yeah. And you're doing this pipeline, we have help, you know? Yeah. So progress was bad. Mm. And I went up to the consultant very well and says, sir, I have to admit something to you. I just don't know how to build a pipeline. Mm. Can you teach me? Yeah. You know? 
and you know the client expect you to be the expert and give me a bombshell lah, scolded me. Mm. But the next day, surprisingly, the client came up to me, Jack, come on to my office. I will teach you how to be a pilot. Yeah. I remember it was an American consultant. Mm. And after that day, sure, we built a good pipeline. Mm. And we become very good friends after that. Mm. So what I'm saying here, do not be afraid to ask. Mm. I mean, there are always experts outside there. They are very willing to teach you uh, to do things. Yeah. They are more than happy to, to, to uh, impart their knowledge and skills. Yeah. So asking is very important. Asking yeah. for clarity. And when there is clarity, there is power. Yeah. So you can manage and control things better. Yeah, I think so, that, yeah, there are a lot of op- opportunities for people to mm-hmm. gain knowledge and even create yeah, better yeah. relationships with people, even right. networking. Right, right. Um, I, I think this is uh, one thing that we have one of the members at the gym, uh, Mike Vestile. He, he always talks about how, you know, when, when networking, you know, not al- always looking for a way to yeah. be um, helpful, right? right? So how, what, how can you create uh, value in, mm. in another person's life right. and not not necessarily expecting anything in return, right? Yeah, just do it just right. for the sake of right, right, right. wanting to help somebody yeah. and wanting yeah. to, uh, you know, further their, their well-being. Yeah. And by doing this, it's, uh, you know, it, I think too, like in fitness, right? There's so mm. much focus on just purely on just the making money part, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas... You know, for us, we tried to focus a lot on the well-being of the individual, right. and by doing so, you know, you help gain better trust, um, but also you gain a much better relationship with them. Right. And good relationships just tend to lead to more business and repeat business, yeah, repeat, yeah. Uh, references. Now, ha- having said that, I think the bottom line of any business, any services, in my opinion, has I use a three R method. I formulate this on my own. You got to be responsible mm. for whatever you're doing. You got to be responsive, responsive to the demands of the job, responsive to the client yeah. request. And finally, you have to show that you're reliable. Mm. You know, if you can sincerely impart these uh, qualities and getting the jobs ahead of t- chances of getting the job ahead of time are better. Mm. And therefore, client will. Uh, refer you to more jobs mm. you know a large part of my success was uh, I get many repeat jobs and client repeat me to other client that yeah. this guy is the one you got to use on site you know yeah. so that is very important mm. and uh, you got to have to have to build up uh, your integrity as well for example by being honest with the client we can't do it we can't do it Who's stop you know yeah. Uh, if we can do something better, we tell the client, hey, mm. maybe there is a better way to do it. And uh, it's always good to have both party communication. Yeah. Very important. Mm. If they're not communicating, if the client is not playing golf with you, something is wrong. You have to have a better in mind. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, the yeah. communication part is really important. important. Yeah, yeah, super important. important yeah. And I mean, it's it's super important, you know, I think almost in any, any anything, industry, anything, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the the thing is that if a client is not being communicative mm. and not even uh, maybe telling you about mm. some problem that exists, yeah, yeah. right, could lead to even bigger problems yeah, in the yeah, future, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, for example, like 
in in fitness right mm -hmm. is if i'm training somebody and their wrists hurt mm -hmm. and they don't uh, they don't actually say anything about right. having this pain mm. you know it's very difficult as for yourself as a contractor yeah, yeah. or me as a coach to actually be able to make adjustments or to make yeah, adaptations yeah. to the situation yeah. definitely mm. definitely so that that as that aspect moving forward uh, we have to look at the end of the day does this project this business make money we have to make money if we are doing a business yeah it's no fun to. uh losing money or loss if you have a business whether it's big or small the bottom line we have to make a reasonable uh, profit right and that is the ultimate objective mm. and but we got to do it in a professional manner yeah in the right manner and there are ways we can do that you know start by picking the right equipment right manpower uh, creating a good communication with your client right your consultant part of this important. too i would say is uh is building a the right kind of culture and the environment yeah, right that's right that's right um how would you within your own company and with mm. the people that you work with right how how do you go about building a, a culture that that yeah. is focused on these things right. so i think as a boss that, mm. that is a good point as, as a owner as a director first we need to be able to come down to the lowest level yeah. of uh, human. In other words, the general workers, mm. the, the cleaners, we should be able to be uh, coming to the lead level to have a meal with them, talk mm. to them, ask them the problem, uh, working your way all the way up to the middle level, the management level, mm. you know. Because bottom line, we are only dealing with human forces. Right. If we can align these human forces to do what you want, at any time, whether it's midnight, you got it under control. Yeah. So that part of a uh, uh, communication or activity, we have to cultivate, mm. and from there you translate to your supervisor. Yeah. Translate to your managers. Make them talk to the people who are actually doing the job. Mm. You know, everybody is working on something, and everybody works only for one reason: to get the money, to get mm. a salary back home. So we got to be fair to them. Mm. We got to pay them on time. We got to sometimes give them some incentive, uh, make them work harder. Yeah. That part is very important. Mm. So that part you need good, su good supervisor, good management, and at the same time, uh, uh, a way to make sure that everyone talk freely. Everyone is comfortable with you, mm. comfortable with your company. And they're comfortable when you pay them on time. Yeah. Number one rule. <laughs> pay pay and, on time. Yeah. So yeah. it's not easy. Sometimes we have clients who pay us three months behind time. Yeah. So we had to go up the kind of look. Yeah. I need petrol for my Ferrari, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah many a time. So yeah. so a contractor uh, job is never easy. Mm. Beside their own uh, workforce, which can run into thousand, yeah. I have uh, a big ten, one thousand two hundred workers. Wow, big, and you have the client and the consultant, yeah. and then you have the people who are in charge of money. Mm. If they don't pay on time, nothing goes. You know? Right, and so uh, so let me just elaborate yeah. a bit there. Okay, so by saying pay on time, I think we have to choose, be selective on the right client. Mm. I, I mentioned earlier, I do a lot of job multinational. I don't do jobs with local con uh, local corporation mm. for the very simple reason they pay me promptly mm. they pay me promptly on time in accordance with the con 
condition contract, of the contract. Yeah. I think you have to be very good in that area. So it's an important factor choosing mm. the right client. Yeah. You know, if you have the wrong client, mm. don't get paid, we're done, you know. Yeah, and I think kind of, uh, the type of business that you would want, mm, right? It's mm. really dependent on your client, on the what what kind of client you right, want. Right. Um, I think uh, an example that I always kind of give is with regards to mm. like, let's say if you're running a bar, mm, right? Mm. You could have a really cheap Duh. bar where like all the people that come, sure they spend a ton of money. You're super busy, but maybe they're starting mm. fights. Maybe right, they're right, right, you right. know throwing up in the bathroom right, and they're right, trashing right, your right, part right, your right. business. Um, or maybe you go more the kind of speakeasy route, right? Where you actually have like clients of relatively high class. They are usually relatively uh, intellectually based. Right, right. Um, they're there for drinking, but also they're there more for the, the, the environment, right? Yeah, and that's right, that's right. You tend not to get the more rowdy uh, individuals. Right, right. Um, but I think this is something that can be done in any industry, right? Any industry, yeah. Right? You can yeah. choose the yeah. kinds of people that yeah, you want to yeah, work with yeah, yeah. and work for as well definitely we have to choose right from the beginning mm. one you know in our industry uh value of jobs can can write into millions mm. you know a 10 percent mistake means you may lose a lot of money and in our business we cannot afford to make a mistake mm. so we have to try by every means to be uh, to be thrifty to be thrifty meaning to have uh, less overheads in manpower, in right. equipment higher. We try our best to be as productive as we can. Mm -hmm. Try our best to manage the client well. Try our best to keep ahead, always ahead of schedule. Mm. This part is very important. Every time you are one step ahead of your of the schedule, you have some authority in you to demand mm. more from the client. You can demand more. They see the progress in you. I want to do more jobs. Yeah. You know, I can do more jobs. I'm uh, under work now, not enough work. Yeah. So, and there the, the, the client, if, if, if they see that you have more capacity, mm. you don't have to bid anymore. Do this, do that. Yeah. A lot of work uh, has been on that manner. Yeah. Because we move so fast ahead. Yeah. And other people, other contractors, other companies are behind time. Mm. So we end up with more jobs. Of mm. course, these are good, uh, good uh, uh, additional profit for the company. Right. Yeah. So building a portfolio of, ha yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. having good results. Real, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I think this too, right? Being mm. being able to present mm. good portfolio yeah. of clients that you've you've right. helped successfully uh, help them officially mm. successfully accomplish their goals. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I think for a lot of people, the the, the idea of having a portfolio is mm. quite undervalued sometimes. Right, right. Um, I mean, find that it's the portfolio more so than just a like a resume mm. is much more reflective of your results based. Um, well, your how you can show in your experiences in the past mm. and your work in the past. Mm based specifically on the results you get right, right. as opposed to just blindly saying that oh I've done this many jobs this, mm. you know and this is the basic idea of like getting testimonials or yeah 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 I, I didn't having said that uh, the phrase uh, which I want to say is action speak louder than words mm. action more action less talk by meaning that like in my kind of business you know I, I show it to the client that I'm good I perform to their requirement, yeah, and uh, when they see that, 
yeah, they, they are confident mm. and it's always good because don't forget the client, the project manager, he has to report to his boss as well. Mm. He has to show a good report card. Right. So it's good to emphasize with the project manager, look, let's work together. Let's show a good report card for your boss, a good report card to me so that I don't lose money. Yeah. If I am losing money because of problem not encountered by me, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. You know, I cannot perform to your requirement. Yeah. So it's a two-way party. The client always have to report to somebody, the board of directors. Mm. I have to make sure that my company survive and make profit. Mm. I cannot afford a loss. So all this come in play. Yeah. So again, back to yeah. So, somebody's calling. Oh. <laughs> pause, 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 pause. Oh. Break. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely yeah interesting the way that mm. people need to. Maybe it's my wife. I don't. Know. Is, huh? yeah. She wants to come up. Hello. Yes. Moments. Yeah, we'll just have to cut that part out. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so you're saying? So I was saying that the, the, uh, both ourselves and the client, yeah. we have to report our progress yeah. to someone higher up. Mm. In the case of client, he report to his board of directors, his directors, that the job is running ahead of schedule on time yeah. anything that is on time you're within your budget mm. and that is important that is important and when you're within the budget and as a contractor of myself I'm within my budget uh, that is a sign of success in the project mm. and the only one way to do it is to keep within that time frame mm. it's important very important yeah, yeah. you know uh, one of my last major pipeline jobs, we were like 10 months ahead of the client schedule. Wow, that's huge. Huge, huge. Wow. 10 months. Yeah. <laughs> and we make lots of money. Yeah. Beyond it, 10 months mm. ahead of schedule. Mm. Yeah. So, so what were some of the factors that kind of went into being able to, to be so far ahead of schedule? Uh, starting from the core preparation, yeah. I think as the owner of a medium-sized company, myself, mm. as a managing director, I think it's very important to be hands-on, mm. to be there for yourself, to see the client, to see your subcontractor, right. to have a meal with your subcontractor, have a meal with a worker, mm. and to be able to size up the situation on-site, right. whether it's the problem, which can be due to our own problem, yeah. can be due to the client's problem. As mm -hmm. I mentioned, client can be very difficult, very sticky, right. or it can be due to engineering problem, like not enough material, right. and, uh, or it can simply be due to money, mm. you know, so one has to be hands-on, mm. you know, and one has to be able to see where we can uh, trim uh, resources, not wastefully, lean is, uh, lean, mean and lean is good, mm. you know, not stingy, but thrifty. Right. Mostly, I, I think there's yeah. I mean, even some of those words you're using, you know, like even the idea of thrifty, right? Yeah. Or and versus yeah. stingy. Right. Uh, you do want to save cost, but not at the yeah. expense of of quality and right, right. And giving the client a high, yeah, yeah. good results. Right, right. Mm. And, and sometimes we may have to pay even a bit higher for more skillful workers, but getting the job done. 
you know, and in my experience, uh, using more manpower, more equipment does not necessarily means getting the job done faster. Right. Because if if you yeah. just add more unskilled workers yeah, to yeah. the situation, they're not uh, they're not going to help make things go faster. Right. Right. Yeah. You the bottom line comes to management, manage, managing it, the people, mm. the resources. Mm. Management is very very important. Mm. Anytime you have a weak management, you're in problem. Right. So a strong, effective management is crucial. Mm. Anything, any business. Whether in the restaurant, in the gym, or in the hotel, yeah. the management has to be very strong. We pride ourselves that we are a small, medium-sized company. A medium-sized company, we pride ourselves we have uh, strong management from yeah. the medium management, medium level management. Mm. We have good supervisor. That is uh, very essential for us to be successful. Mm. If you don't have this, uh, these uh, resources, it's difficult. Right. Difficult. So, so if we're moving maybe a little bit away from, uh, you know, the business part of your life right. and go into more of your, your lifestyle mm. and, and what you're doing more and so now, mm. um, how does that kind of all this kind of fit into this idea of, of MAD, this make a difference? And, right, sure. Mm. Right. You know, I mentioned in uh, 1998, about 10 years after I started my business, wow, you know, I'm like a one-man show with a very little... Uh, I have no partner, mm. so I feel very stressed. Very stressed. I was carrying all the burden from getting the bank guarantee, making making the climb, making sure that uh, uh, everything goes in order. Like a one man show. Very stressful. Yeah. Very very stressful. Very very stressful. So much so, I remember, <laughs> both my knees were literally giving way. Yeah. Not from uh, any injury, but from the imagining the big burden over your shoulder. Wow. It was literally that. And uh, luckily, I met a, a godsend <laughs> a person, Dr. Yong, I remember him. And he made me understand uh, the emotional part of our life. You know, a lot of emotion are translated into our mm, body. Right. And we cannot handle that well. We just uh, break up, you know. Yeah. You know, started having problems with knees, started having pain here and there mm. without realizing so well. So our, yeah. our mental and emotional yeah. issues manifest themselves as physical yeah, issues. Exactly. Yeah. And that can uh, lead to serious uh, yeah. diseases, you know. Yeah. So I realized that after uh, when I met this gentleman, I uh, understand a lot of the human mind, human emotion. Right. And what is, if we don't take care of it now, mm. it's going to cause a lot of problems. So I was determined at that time to change my mindset, shift my paradigm, mm. you know. And uh, how do I do that? First of all, I, I started to delegate uh, more responsibility to my management. Yeah. Did you I, find that that was difficult? Yeah, you know, rather than taking all myself, right. I mean, I got to trust them. I give them authority to to sign uh, monetary check. Right. Yeah, it, it's something you got to build on it. You got to trust them to do it. So. I wanted to, at that time to reduce my so-called burden mm. to 50%. Wow. And I wanted to do uh, work less. So I have my secretary to monitor my man hours I'm spending yeah. in the office from 60 hours to 40 hours to 30 hours. And in my best time, I was only spending 10 hours working. Wow. So that 10 hours when I'm in the office is very important. I got to be super efficient. Mm. 
know. So I start developing certain methods. One is time management. One is delegation of responsibility to your yeah. your management. I mean, you pay for them. Pay more doesn't matter, but they are paid to do the job. Right. You know, so, so we cannot undertake all ourselves. Yeah, you gotta actually yeah. trust them to do the job yeah, that you hire then, them for. Another way I did, I, I did not decided not to buy any heavy equipment. Mm. Instead of that, I just uh, lease equipment. Mm. Let the specialist, let the equipment supplier, do what they are good at. Yeah. So that is very important. So I, I just lease the equipment. Yeah. Outsource my expertise. Mm. I outsource my manpower. You know, I don't keep them on permanent contract. Right. So all these methods will help me to cut down costs. You know, mm. and uh, I emphasize another way was because we are good at make a complete job ahead of time, and uh, that is a one superb way to get repeated business, mm. repeated client references. Because when we bid, it's dif- it's very difficult to win a job. Yeah. You know? Competition. Lowest yeah. price, politics, blah blah blah, all these things. Yeah, there's a lot of issues yeah. there for sure. So a, a lot of my job are worn through repeated business. Yeah. Simply by proving to the client we are the right choice for you, we make your schedule. Mm. We make it on time, win-win for both parties. You know. So from that anger, I also realized at that time in 1998, I was 42 years old. I was stressed like hell mm. and not feeling, uh, not feeling in the best of health. So I was determined or understand that I need to have a good, fit, healthy body to sustain the stresses and uh, pressure I'm going. You know? Yeah, I think yep. even even getting to a point where you understand mm. that is 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 good for mm. a lot of entrepreneurs All because right. you know many people think that like you know in America that I'm gonna I'm gonna work really hard until All I right, retire, right, right. but by the time they retired, mm. their bodies are like in just shambles. And it almost doesn't even matter like how much money you made in your time. Precisely. If your body is in such bad condition, yeah. like money is not yeah. gonna help you get right, a better right, body. Right, right. Yeah, in that yeah. scenario. No, very true, you know, you, you can't wait till you earn all the money in the world and start getting healthy. You gotta start from the very beginning. Mm. And I wanna emphasize from my experience, you gotta be fit and healthy from day one. Mm. That is number one, you know. And with that in mind, because you are fit and healthy, the potential for you to go further, doing ex- more, is there. Mm. So, I recall back then, you know, I was smoking <laughs> like any young contractor, stressful, yeah. cigarettes after cigarettes. And I decided, no, that's not the way. So, we got to change our mindset, number yeah. one, a chain. I won't use the word change, replace the mindset mm. with something positive, you know. And I started looking, I have always been very active in sports, you know. Very often, so I started looking into other things I can do differently. Yeah. Yeah. Other things that I can do differently. Like I mentioned now, I can do things differently by reducing my man hours in the office at the job site. Right. Still achieving the same result. Mm. I do more with less more with less equipment, more with less manpower, yeah. more with less management. Yeah. And uh, I understand that concept that every being, every human being can easily do three times their, their so-called assumed uh, potential. Yeah. Yeah, we can do. I think too, you know, it's, uh, especially when someone's been doing something for a certain way for so long, mm. you know, they fall into, into habits that mm. become normalized 
And sometimes these uh, normal habits that people have mm. are not uh, are not the most efficient, yeah, right? Yeah. And because they come become comfortable with them, right, right. they almost don't believe that there's any opportunity to improve mm. on them, mm. improve on those on those methodologies. Right, right, right. Mm. And uh, it's it's a fallacy, you know, to as I said earlier, more manpower, more production, working longer hours, working harder, you get better results. It's not true. Mm. We just have to understand how to work effectively with lesser resources. Mm. Less resources. It can be done. Yeah. It can be done. And I mentioned earlier, management can be done. Mm. You know, and uh, that is a very important element in any business to be able to make profit out of your business. Yeah. Make profit. You got to be trimming that. And then, uh, I suppose it does make it a, a lot easier to delegate if you mm. initially hire the right management, right, 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 to delegate the work too. Because right. if you don't, uh, you know, if, if you don't trust your management to handle this, the jobs properly, it's mm. really difficult to, to delegate it, and then right. then it's hard to even free yourself from the, yeah, that yeah. work. Yeah, very important. And also after, if the management. Uh, do their job, perform beyond their 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 requirement. Mm. Then it's also means that your business or chance of your business being successful is there, mm. and you got the rewards. You share the rewards with them. Yeah, I think it's is a is is very good for everybody yeah. to share, and that they are motivated. It may not necessarily be a big amount right. of money. It can be in uh, you know my company. Every year we have a overseas uh, a trip. For everybody, we have about twenty staff maximum. Yeah. So we go overseas somewhere. Really? Yeah. That's real cool. And man. as we go along, yeah. we bring their family along. Yeah. You know, it just costs a little bit more, but you yeah. know, they they will be loyal. Yeah. And they they like you as a boss. Right. You know? No, so that's things real like cool. that makes mm. a difference. Mm. Makes a, things like that. I encourage them to do more with less. Work is fun. You know, you create certain team, certain uh, motive yeah. in your environment. Some of the motto we have is work is fun. If mm. you are not fun working in this company, go somewhere else. Right. It has to be fun. When they're fun, they give you the best productivity. Yeah. You know, and uh, and they find that they are more responsible. Give them the responsibility. Give them the a chance to prove themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And this way we can uh, gradually delegate your responsibility, your burden towards them. I mean, mm. they are paid to do the job. Yeah. They are paid to do your job. Yeah. You know? And I think generally too, like most people tend to want to be challenged to, yeah. to an extent. You yes, know, they want right. they want the opportunity to be able to prove right, themselves right, and become right. a better version of right, themselves. Right. So if you yeah. uh, you know, if you're always like babying them and not allowing them yeah. some opportunity to then you know, they're not gonna find much right. like they, micromanaging, right? You don't wanna exactly, micromanage your, you know, your yeah, staff. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So Trust, uh, responsibility are key element, you know. Mm. And uh, of course, the, from my viewpoint, sometimes there needs to be a check and balance, right. you know, because in our industry, like contracting industry, a lot of uh, things are dealt with money, material purchase, mm. procurement, you know. So you also have to have a check and balance here and yeah. there, you know. So. So yeah. then you now find your own way. Yeah. You know? So now, like, I mean, with regards to your lifestyle, you know, getting away from like the work stuff. 
Uh, I mean, you're still super active, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. How, how, many, how much golf you playing nowadays? Oh, nowadays, <laughs> too much. Yeah. Maybe three rounds of 18. Yeah. Three rounds of 18. A week? A week, uh, three to four rounds. I still cycle once or twice a week. Okay. Swimming for recovery. Doing some gymnastic stuff in Bali. Yeah, today yeah. is good, man. I was, I'm so happy to be at the Nirvana again, you know. Did a handstand class. Yeah, it's yeah. my first handstand class. Yeah. Oh, it's eye-opener, you know. Eye-opener. <laughs> I managed to go for another strengthening class, you know. Yeah. You know, I think keeping fit is very important, you know. Now, I, I drive... Uh, uh, okay, share some of my success story sure okay i mean business has been successful mm. in the sense that we make money uh, everybody make money my employee makes money you know and uh, i uh, own a ferrari i drive a ferrari uh not the show but it's, it's a different kind of level of driving you got to be alert and in my mindset you got to be super fit yeah so that our reaction is is uh, is a uh, good mm. I even own a Rolls Royce because I've never driven a Rolls Royce, so I enjoy driving a Rolls Royce, the best executive saloon you can imagine. Yeah, you know? okay. Three of in there, you know, and uh, I enjoy many activities. Yeah. Even when I was in the business, I would go for a month holiday. Yeah. And I'll be telling my client, don't even call me or email me, don't talk to me, talk to my managers. Yeah. And Surprisingly, they obliged to my request. Yeah. So I, my time, my free time, mm. to travel, to spend time with the family, yeah. to do what I want to do. Yeah. So that is, uh, uh, the offshoot of success in business. Right. I have time but, to do what I want. I yeah. have time to spend time uh, with my family. I've yeah. Little restriction. Yeah. Of course, and the bottom line, you gotta, to show good performance. Performance first. Mm. If you don't show that you can't enjoy all these things. Yeah. So there is a relation being successful in business, mm. showing good performance, and be able to live and work as you yeah. want without and restriction. I think too, you know, like when people yeah. think about success, you know, they they think about only the money aspect of, yeah. of being successful. Right. Um, they forget their health. They forget yeah, their right. time. Right. Right. Their ability to. Um, be with their family, yeah. be with their friends. Right. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, although there is the, you want to be successful in every aspect of what you do, not just success yeah. in regards to right, money. Right, right, Yeah. Precisely, I mean, I know of some people who are still working very hard. I mean, they are rich enough to so-called retire. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, they are not putting emphasis into the, their health, mm. their lifestyle, you know. They cannot be, and they're still working right. up to their seventies. So just it's pure, sad, like just know? work. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And I want to emphasize that we have the one of the important asset is not money. It's mm. time. Time is very important. Yeah. Time is equal for everyone. Whether we are the president of America or you are Jack Khan, right. it's equal. Yeah. So how we use that time, uh, completely live the life you want. Or live your purposeful life. Yeah, time is very important. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm glad I've been able to enjoy a good living. People say enjoy life. Why not? Life is to be enjoyed. Yeah, life is not to be suffered. Mm. So you need some planning there, and you got to yeah. plan it right from the beginning. You know. Yeah, I think too. You know, sometimes people need to kind of also figure out mm. like what are their priorities in life. You right, know? right. I mean, if you really 
I mean, if you really like, let's say, playing golf and traveling, mm. and you, but you have other things right, that right. take up too much of your time or right, take up too much right, of your right. money, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, uh, like, for example, like, I mean, my sister, she, you know, they got a really big house in Maryland, right, right. Uh, maybe a couple of bedrooms too big. Mm. They've got a, a lot of land, like four acres mm. of land, mm. but. You know, two acres is just pure grass, so they have to like cut the grass like every right, weekend, right. and so they've kind of gotten to a point where they're almost like trapped by their house. Precisely. And they can't. Yeah. And, uh, and so the emphasis on what what they actually want is not there, right? right? They right. kind of uh, now they have so much time being spent on taking care of the house yeah. when the house is not even really what makes them yeah, happy. Yeah, that's that's right. I sometimes yeah. hit things that liked. Well, you know, I cannot join dinner with you or go out because I have to take care of my dog, you know. Yeah. Wow, that is sad, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, the time is yours, you know, and you, you are responsible for time. Yeah. So time, enjoying time, doing things you want to do with time is very important. Mm. In that sense, sometimes we got to be selfish. Yeah. You know, we cannot be spending and wasting time unnecessarily for others. Yeah. So don't involve in the... Uh, loose talk unnecessary yeah. conversation you know. right and i think that's yeah that's hard for people to kind of yeah. not to say no to yeah, things that right. they don't really want to right. do yeah. we have to um, to say but, no. I, but i think too like you know the, even the idea of being selfish can be um you know obviously it can be seen as a negative thing right, right? the right. idea of selfishness but it can also be a very good thing if right. you if you align what you actually want yeah. um you know, and this idea of being selfish, right? So for me too, like this gym, right? Like mm. this is the the kind of gym that I have mm. dreamed of training in, right, right? right? So it's selfish of me in that, like I just created this gym for myself, but you know, I align it with my values, my principles, and right, what we right. actually want to do for work. Right, right. And uh, so it's it's nice to be able to have so many people, like from a social aspect and, yeah, and networking yeah. aspect, yeah. we can meet so many people mm. um, and and also help people with their health and mm -hmm. um, even doing this podcast, right? Like it's it's a nice opportunity for me to have good conversations with no, people. No, definitely, mm. you know, I, I, I see the one hour strength. It's not only just a gym. I, I'm, I think probably you are the only gym in this part of the world, definitely in Asia that also go beyond, you know, exercising, beyond yeah. fitness, beyond stretching. I see that you you hold a mentorship program, right. you do podcasts, yeah. you know, you do sharing ideas. Mm. You int introduce a, a lot of uh, other aspects which are important. Yeah. You know, the more we share, uh, the better it is, people receive it. Mm. And I believe along the line, there are people down there very appreciative of what you guys do beside mm. the physical gym, you know. Right. I think I've not seen anyone like that. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> so I, it's I, definitely I, I, a very I, unique aspect. To very what unique. We do. Very yeah. unique. You know. Very unique. Yeah. yeah. So, health, fitness are so important today. Mm. You know, although we're in the so-called very modern world, uh, especially now in I'm in that so-called twilight zone. 60 to 70, mm. not sure going on to 80. So many diseases are happening. Yeah. Why? Why? Cancer is everywhere. One in four or five people are prone to cancer. Right. And people get injured, people fall down. Yeah. It's, it's amazing you know? that like, even though we've progressed so much yeah. in our ability to become healthy, that so many people are right. becoming sick. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 
and I think I mean a lot of it has to do with the lifestyle that people are living you right, know right. like just working themselves to death yeah like yeah. literally yeah 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 it could be a job on the in the desk you know but there are people have oh, I just got a, a message from a doctor friend that she has a she's young but frozen shoulder neck pain wow so it only goes to say that she's working too hard for yeah. her and not doing the right things to solve this problem. Yeah. This, this issue are easily resolved. And so I think this is one thing, like, I mean, it goes to, like, how you're running your business and mm-hmm. how you're so successful right. in that is that, you know, you try to, your body provide you with information, right? right? And you need to listen to it Very true. to deal with it before it becomes a major yeah, issue. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You got to uh, uh, be alert for signs, you know. Anytime there's a pain in the body, is a sign of something not right. Yeah. So from there on, you've got to take the next action. Right. And I, unfortunately, I know many people assume they are in good health. Mm. And when things happen, it's just too late, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a, a health is something you've got to constantly check. Yeah. Review and check, review your tanning, yeah. review your method. And I think, yeah. you know, people's uh, perception of they think that they're healthy because they have no disease or no problem but that's a very low bar to set you know like we want optimal health right Right. we want to be active and not only live to be you know a centurion but to still be able to Mm -hmm. move around at that point uh taking a more proactive uh, role in your own development Mm. So that you can maintain your health, maintain yeah. your body for the for the long term. I want to say that uh, I first started into long distance cycling, mm. meaning like three hundred kilometers, five hundred kilometers. Wow, that's long. And very quickly, I realized I was just not fit. I was not strong. Mm. And I recall that was about fifteen years ago, two thousand five. Okay. And I would come back all bruised up. Oh, tired. Yeah. And that was when, I have to admit that uh, Johnson, my two boys, and Jason, they introduced me to crossfitting. Yeah. And I think that crossfitting at that time was very good for me because there's a lot of mobility, a lot of strength, mm. uh, building, uh, stamina. So I started crossfitting at that time and it was very good. Mm. I, I'm bored sitting in the normal gym. Yeah. You know, so cross, cross, crossfit was like, I can do several activities at one time and I only yeah. pay. Definitely, yeah. CrossFit yeah. was uh, what one thing that d- it did do very well was that it, it created a lot more interest in right, becoming right. fit and doing more activity. Right. And it created excitement and created uh, right, communities. Right, right, yeah. Right, right. Um, you know, now that it's kind of uh, been in our kind of uh, lives for a really long right. time, like over a decade now, uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of. Uh, with any business, right? That can it can grow to be better, or it can be it can grow to be worse. Right. And there's definitely certain aspects of mm. CrossFit as a whole that um, doesn't work very well, in, right. in my opinion. Um, but the sport of it is is quite interesting. Yeah. You know. But I graduated from CrossFitting into uh, gymnastic. You know, when I first visit with the family back. Who, wow, Colorado ten years back. Yeah, I was introduced to gymnastic. Yeah, which was basically mobility. Yeah, simple mobility, but still a test of your strength. You know, yeah. 
So I have a, a graduated out of crossfitting because I find that recovery is so slower. <laughs> so I like what Nawana is doing, you know, strengthening the essentials yeah. and uh, mobility yeah. and learning new techniques like handstand. For sure. I mean, I think challenge, you know? the, the thing that is definitely consistent and and most important with any individual, yeah, no matter yeah. what their sport is, their mobility. Right, right. right. Can you precisely? Can yeah. you pre? Can you ha- uh, train your joints and your ligaments right, and tendons? Because right. most people, when they get hurt, those are the things that they hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, they'll hurt their muscles and stuff. But uh, man, the joint health is so important. Very true. Very true. You know, joint health. The right technique is very important yes. in everything, and also, you know, look. If, if we are strong, we are mobile, it also means that the less chances of us getting injured. Mm. That is very important. Avoid injury, but yeah. minimize injury by being strong and right. fit. So if there was something, you know, we always think of this idea of, you know, if I knew what I know now when I was younger, you know, I would have done, you know, so many different things. Mm-hmm. So if you were, you know, speaking to, to your younger self, you know, what, were, what would be some things that you would tell your younger self mm-hmm. to focus on? Or how would you change your, your behavior and mentality mm-hmm. from the beginning? Well, I'm, I'm glad all my children, Johnson, Jason, and even my girl in LA, Jamie, mm. They are having their own business, mm. you know. Why? Because when I started my business, I realized, yeah, nothing is easy. You got to be successful, but I realized that we have to be financial, financially strong, mm. sufficient, you know. From there on, you have a better chance of doing what you want to do. Mm. Whether you want to travel, you want to have a good meal, you want to buy the things you want to buy a Ferrari, yeah. you know. Only by doing a business, you have that chance. Mm. That is my first, my conclusion. You work nine to five, yeah, you can survive, but you cannot be uh, successfully living mm. what you want to do, you know. So I have been a very uh, a liberal with my family. They do what they want to do. Whether, I mean, look, both the boys are engineers, but doing things outside engineering. Yeah. I give them the... the uh, the leeway to do what they want to do, yeah. but at the end of the day, they got to prove it to themselves. Yeah. So now they are uh, in their business, in their own way, they have to prove it, mm. that they can be successful. So I've imparted in, uh, on them or maybe any, any uh, people out there that I didn't start right from the beginning, you know, any business, whether it's a restaurant, a gym, uh, 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 engine company, mm. you just have to have the right management, yeah. the right equipment, right mm. resources. Mm. You know, paying, for, getting it right from the beginning. Yeah. And then number two, you got to be very honest with your customer. Mm. That that builds up integrity. We don't know. We say we don't know. Right. We cannot be expert in everything. Yeah. And number three, you got to be thrifty, mm. mean and lean. You know, lean and mean. Got to be thrifty, you know, with whatever resources. Right. Yeah? And number four, you know, any business at the end of the day is to make money. A business is to make money. Yeah. You know, it's no fun losing money. So we had to f- be very careful uh, 
to to avoid error, yeah. mistake or factors outside your sure. control, you know. And the only way to do that is to be able to talk to your client, talk to the people around you, mm. be alert for possibilities of happen, you know, yeah. things happening. And um, so, what I'm trying to say, you want to be financially independent, you need to have your own business, yeah, a successful business. From there on, don't work your heart out until you're sixty, seventy, and enjoy life at sixty-five. Yeah. Too, to, too late, man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta enjoy your life re- now. Try to retire early. Yeah, no? life yeah. has to be enjoyed right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know what is tomorrow. Right. So. We don't know. We can't guarantee tomorrow. Right. So life has to be enjoyed now. Mm. Life, and to do that, to make life interesting, you got to be mad. Make a difference. Mm. Why I say mad is a very important tool to do things differently. For example, yeah, it's always a mental challenge. I but I do. I did bungee jumping twice. Oh, that's <laughs> I awesome. I did skydiving twice. Yeah. You know, I've been to safari. Yeah. So, is. A challenge to yourself. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell whether you be alive if you cross the road. <laughs> yeah. So leave it to God. You know. Keep challenging yourself. Yeah. yeah. And then when you do sports, like whether it's a gym, whether it's a game of badminton, you got to have the right coach. You know. Yeah. Personal training is very important. Yeah. Pay for it. Yeah. Get the right uh, technique going. Yeah. Otherwise, pay, pay for be, the expertise. Yeah. You'll be always at the same normal self. Uh, Never be improving. Not yeah. improving, yeah. you know. And when you travel, for example, uh, don't go on a planned tour, go on a freestyle tour like I always do, you yeah. know. Have a rough idea where you're going and yeah. from there, with the internet, you can do so many things. Yeah, and make an experience out make of it. Experience. Yeah. yeah. Don't have a, such a cookie-cutter right, you know, vacation. Right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. You know, in fact, yeah. when we just came back from a 45 days uh, Europe unexplored tour recently, yeah. We've been to places where we have not been. Yeah, it was so fun. And how we how it happened? We just ask the people who have yeah. traveled. Tell us, tell us, you know. Yeah. So we asked a lot, and we found that we are mm. end up in places which are so unique, yeah. small but unique, and lots of fun, lot of good moments to yeah. cherish. No, that's and, awesome. I think yeah. the you know people travel a lot nowadays, but they miss the exploration. Yeah. Right. right? They don't explore as much. Yeah. used to everything is very cookie cutter everything's right, very right, you know? just follow steps one two three and yeah, you have an amazing yeah, yeah. vacation but yeah. um, no i love the idea of exploring not vacationing yeah. not traveling right and then yeah. you you were usually we have ended up with so many unpleasant surprises mm. you know? and uh of course be prepared for something something, <laughs> something. don't go wrong <laughs> not the world yeah something are in the hands of god yeah <laughs> Uh, but be prepared, yeah. you know. Awesome. And then from travel, you go into hell, do things differently. Yeah. You know, sometimes if I walk up the hill, I will walk backwards. Yeah. You know, people turn left on the fork, I'll go. Usually go right on the fork, I'll turn left so I can see people yeah. coming down the normal ways, you know. I don't care. I mean, I will hop one leg for mm. a short while, you know. So, different things which yeah. we can do. Yeah. We laugh more, we smile more, you know. These are free of charge. Mm. These are different things. Yeah. You know? And at the same time, sometimes there is an opportunity to contribute your skills. Whether it's uh, skills or some monetary mm. uh, contribution, do that. Yeah. A little bit goes to make a, to make a difference, difference yeah. to many people. You know? Cool. And that's the way it goes. Be mad.
Be mad. Everything you do, be mad. Yeah, you know? oh, that's a good. I like that, man. That's that's yeah, nice. Be yeah. Mad, yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> thanks so much, man. It's great to have you on. I mean, we always talk, anyways. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's great to have you come on the podcast and thank you, thank and you, and yeah. share your story yeah, and your experiences. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Look forward to seeing what other mad things you do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thank you, Yen. You know, it'd be great. You know. Uh, this podcast, yeah. I hope the, this will be useful for those who are listening. Yeah. And uh, I think Namara Strength is going big ways. You Thanks, know, man. Physically, mentally, spiritually. I yeah. Don't, you know. Hopefully, cool. incorporate well, everything. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Ian. You know, all right. Yeah, well, it's, it's a good way to share our skills in some ways. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you all for uh, listening uh, today. And if you have a chance, come and visit us down in uh, Bali, yeah. Changu area. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you sometime in the near future. All right, cool. Thank you.